Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be there for you because you're there for me too. For this is a Fred the Alien Productions podcast. Yes. Yes. I'll be there for you. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to sing it. Bow, bickety, 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 bow, bow. Okay. <laughs> Not that I need to say this, but I will. Cue music! I don't know what we're yelling about! We came, we saw, we kicked its ass! Oh, my gosh. Are you telling me you built a time machine? Kind of a DeLorean? The way I see it, if you're going to build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Who is this? What's your operating number? Conversation anyway. Hello. Hi. Bow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantar Major. Bow, bow, bow. Seinfeld. I am a Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And you're now experiencing a podcast called Friends. Yes, you are. Yes. <laughs> You are. Get it in ya. Um, yes. So, here we are again. Another week. Mm-hmm. Another week has passed. Yeah. And I'm sure certain things have happened to certain people mm. amongst us. Yes. Fulia, mm-hmm. what's a highlight of your week? Uh, well, I'll mention this happened during the week. Uh, last weekend, I made a purchase and it got delivered on the during the week. Oh, uh, cool! <laughs> and, and it was, and it was a nudie. Hey, a nudie. I'm jealous. An oodie. A, a nudie. The drink. No, no, no. no the drink. N. Nudie. No, oodie. Uh, oodie. <laughs> and what is an oodie? An oodie is. A very big oversized jumper that is supposed to keep you nice and warm and cozy because it's nice and fluffy on the inside and it has a hood. So it's an, so, it's a hoodie and a blanket sort yeah. of mixed into one. Yeah. So it's a snuggie. It's Bas- be- basically. Better than a snuggie. It's the new snuggie. Yes. <laughs> so it'll be like the fidget spinner. It will only be popular no. for one year. No. And to the next thing, it'll be a... F- it would be like a, a sleeping bag, but <laughs> but you got arms that's already and legs. Your, that's it's already been that's already been made. So, <laughs> but I have not purchased one because I do not need one. Um, but yes, that's kind of like my highlight of the week because I got really excited about Yay! getting something that's going to keep me warm during these Melbourne winter months. Awesome. Um, it's already gotten really cold, and it's like, yeah, it's been very nice to wear during <laughs> this week. <laughs> Very cool, very cool. Um, yeah, and it's 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 blue, of course. It's blue, and it's got koalas on it. Koala. Yeah, nice. so, koalas aren't fitting. blue. No, no, the koalas aren't blue. It's on a blue background. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you haven't seen it, I posted a picture of myself wearing the udi 
on my Instagram, so you can go check it out. <laughs> and what's yes. the name of your Instagram? Foolish Fuji. At Foolish Fuji. Yes. Plug, you can plug, go plug. see me wear it there. Michael, what was your highlight of the week? Well, my highlight of the week is very uh, house-based. We uh, find uh, our house is getting built, and it's finally up to the close to the last stages. It's up to uh, what they call it the the lock-up stage. There, where um, they they lock up the house now. <laughs> oh, oh, like they put there's like, there's walls and doors and windows. Yep, the walls and doors, they're, they're pretty much uh, finished the outside of the house, just one mm-hmm. or two things, and now they're solely going into the inside of the house, which is actually quite filling because, as you say, Fulia, it is getting colder because yeah. we're heading into the winter months. And, and yeah, so the, they're going to be doing a lot of the inside stuff, like the floors, the house with the walls with the walls, and the house with the roof with the roof, and no more house anymore, anymore. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I've been watching a lot of Play School. <laughs> As you do when you're, when you're a father. And, mm. yeah, and that's been the highlight of the week. And quick tangent, just a little. It's, um, <laughs> but it is real. It is related because okay. the, ha- the house that we're renting um, uh, at the end of June or close to June, uh, the rent's going to be higher. So, so it's, it's a race to the finish. Are we going? Are we going to be oh, shit. renewing our lease, or are we are we going to have a house instead, or are we going to be destitute for about two weeks? I don't know. It's going to be fun. Aww. Life, life. Kendall, tell us about your life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure everything will work out fine. Everything usually does. Um, yes. Well, yeah, no, I had a really good week. Um, and, uh, if I had to pick one thing that I really liked, um, I caught up with Christina on Thursday. Hi, Christina. (laughs) Hi, Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and we went out for dinner at this really cool, uh, new New York style pizza place in Mentone called Sunnyside Slice. Shout out to them because um, they were awesome. Um, and the pizza was good. Uh, the, the drinks were good. And yeah, and then we had a movie night and just, you know, and she gave me my birthday present, which was really cool. Yay. So yeah, it, my birthday kind of extended a little bit. So yeah, so that was nice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was probably the the one thing I I really enjoyed this week. We just had a really really good night. Um, yeah, just watching movies and and hanging out and eating good food. So, nice. Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. It's very good. All right, uh, that's it for us in our our weeks. Uh, let's now dive into the week that was in the nerdy news. This is the news in nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom. The hostess with most S. Kendall Richardson. Take it away Kendall. 
is time for the nerdy news. Let's get into it. We've got some Marvel news to start off, as I so often love to do. Uh, Shang-Chi is going to be uh, doing a really cool thing. Uh, it's going to be probably one of the first Disney films coming out this year that won't either be solely on Disney Plus or be launching uh, via Premier Access as well as in the cinema. So Disney are encouraging people to return to the movies by having Shang-Chi play only in theatres for the first 45 days, after which it will appear on Disney+, Plus. Um, I believe, in the Premier Access format, potentially. Um, but it will be on there, at least, for streaming in some capacity. So that's really awesome. Um, I mean, that's not happening until September, so... We've still got four months, but from you know now till then to yeah. see to see what the cinema going landscape in the US at least will look like. I think they're slowly opening up. They are. Yeah, yeah they are. They're getting vaccinated as well. They've been yeah. they've been very good with their vaccinations in mm. the states, which is great for the rest of us. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, so it, hopefully people return to the cinemas soon. Yeah. 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 I hope so too. Mm, yeah. Oh gosh, Michael. <laughs> no, <laughs> pass. Uh, you can edit this out. I just remembered um, a, a big highlight of the week was actually I got vaccinated. But there you go. <laughs> <laughs> just forgot to mention that. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. When you get your second hurts. dose. Yeah, when I when I'm fully vaccinated, I'll I'll, I'll just just failed. Shout it out. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe do it then. Um, that's awesome. BT, yeah, BT it does. Is, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Second one's really gonna great. be hell though. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. From what I've been hearing it's it it really knocks you. Knocks you out like for a whole day, you're like for at least like one or two days you need to rest. Yeah. I'm gonna knock <laughs> I'll be doing it when I'm <laughs> when I'm working, so it'll be fun. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> take care of yourself. <laughs> nah. I'll be All mellow right. when I'm dead. <laughs> uh, Alright. Um, Marvel finally uh, has given us kind of a release window for the upcoming What If animated series on Disney+. Plus. This series was announced you know, a couple of years ago now with all the other uh, phase four titles um, amongst the, the Disney Plus TV series and uh, yeah, it's going to be awesome and now it's, yeah, August is the month, so between between um, Black Widow and Shang-Chi we'll, we'll be seeing that on Disney Plus I'm very excited, are you excited for you? I am, uh, I'm really curious to see the different scenarios of you know, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and in an animated form is going to be amazing because it's kind of like giving you a quick snippet of, you know, certain films, um, just, you know, putting a different, putting a bit of a different spin on it. Mm. And I can't wait for that. That's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun because, you know, a lot of fans have different theories for, you know, possibilities of what ifs what and what kind of stories they could do and yeah stuff, exactly yeah. so it'd be interesting to see what um what marvels come up with themselves mm-hmm. yeah 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 mike are you you looking forward to checking out what if oh yeah oh definitely um and it'll be probably something that i can get my little girl into because she likes the animated stuff i mean we're actually we're actually watched 
watching um, uh, Star Wars Rebels at the same time of watching hey. Bad Batch. So, just nice. yeah, she's sort of in. She's intrigued. I don't think she's actually following most of it. She, it's like, oh, this sort of style of animation kind of looks like PJ Mask. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So, so back to the um, what if? Um, it's. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, it's going to be interesting if people like uh, <laughs> wished this sort of thing would happen. Like, if they watch a what if, it's like, oh, why couldn't that be in canon? Come on. Yeah. yeah. And then knowing Marvel, they'll probably like squeeze that in somehow. I don't know. <laughs> just, to ple- <laughs> just to please the fans, you know, because they're yeah, because they're notoriously petty and. Nah, they're not. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they're not too bad. Not too bad. All right. Uh, in, uh, well, crossing the pond, I should say, as I like to say, to DC, uh, with some news coming out of the Arrowverse that I missed last week. I don't know how I bloody missed this, but um, two of the OG cast members of the CW's uh, The Flash are, are leaving the show uh, Tom Kavanagh and Carlos Valdez have announced that they're they're parting ways with the series, but are open to coming back in uh, guest spots going forward. Uh, apparently, Tom Kavanagh's uh, storyline, as all the different iterations of uh, Doctor Wells uh, wrapped up uh, in the most recent season, um, and uh, but yeah, and then for some reason, yeah, Carlos Valdez has decided also to, to stop playing Cisco for a bit, just to you know maybe he wants to do other things. He's been doing it for a long time. The, the Flash has recently been renewed for an eighth season, so it's still going strong. Um, I'm kind of glad that I've stopped watching it, though. I will say, with these two characters now out of the show. Um, my desire to get back into it has now waned even further because oh. they were probably they were probably my two two of the biggest reasons I would want to go back. Okay, uh, especially especially Cisco is Cisco is my favorite character, mm. uh, so that's disappointing. Uh, but I, you know, wishing them all the best in their future endeavors. I'm sure they will be uh, popping up in other awesome entertainment uh, down the track. But yeah, sad to see them leave. A lot of the Arrowverse ca- uh, actors seem to be. Venturing outwards uh, of the the universe lately, so it's um yeah it's sad, but that's all right. There you know, yeah. Well, there'll be many rewatches, I'm sure. <laughs> many rewatches. Um, okay. In other news, uh, we've got some more news revolving around the upcoming sequel to Knives Out. At this stage, just titled Knives Out Two. Um, this is set to go into uh, production later this year. Um, with, I think, a release date of sometime during 2022, if we're lucky. Uh, But they decided to announce a bunch of cool people uh, joining the cast. Uh, Dave Bautista, Catherine Hahn, Edward Norton, and Janelle Monae have joined the cast of the sequel with Daniel Craig, reprising his role, of course, as Benoit Blanc. (laughs) Uh, The only way I can say that name. Um, and, <laughs> and yeah, I am stoked, especially uh, to see Catherine Hahn. 
she's going to be perfect in this. I think so too. She's yeah. going to be so much fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, she's great in everything, yeah. but like just riding the high of uh, her as Agatha in WandaVision yeah. was just, was just, she was just so great. And so the fact that this is the first big thing she's doing after that, I'm so in, like I was in anyway, but like, yeah, this, like the, these additions are, are, are awesome. What are your thoughts for you? Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing Catherine Hahn in, uh, in Knives Out 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's, no, that's it. I love it. Um, and, and Dave Bautista, that's going to be an interesting one. I, I'm really curious to see what characters they play now. So, yes, can't wait to see Knives Out 2. I really enjoyed the first one, so yeah. I'm really excited for the yeah. second one. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. Mike, Mike, your thoughts on this casting announcement? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. And if they're going to go down the route of, um, like, each movie is its own thing, you know, it's it's not going to be a continuation of the characters from the previous, which is mm. sort of go, goes hand-in-hand hand with, like, Anthony Christie, like, or all, the, all those uh, murder mysteries, or maybe mysteries, we don't know, maybe they're murder, I don't know. But the one particular character um, continuing is is the detective. I'm I'm looking. I would look forward to that because when I w- watched Knives Out uh, at the start, I, I wasn't expecting much, but I I was very very pleased to be surprised on how how well I actually liked it and 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 how they actually uh, use these characters because it's more character based than than anything. So. And I think if you got really strong actors like like who we have here is like you know Batista and and Norton and Han, um, yeah, really looking forward to it. And there's going to be more and give me more, just yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, more, more, more. Love it, love it, love it. Give me, give me more, give me more. I'm a Britney Spears. Well, speaking of more, uh, we have official confirmation of an Enola Home sequel uh, this week with uh, Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill confirming they will be reprising their roles as Enola and Sherlock Holmes, respectively. Yay. Very exciting. Um, of course, the the first film came out last year on Netflix and was pretty well received by, by most people, uh, brought a lot of traction with Netflix and their their streams of that one and uh yeah it's based on a book series so uh, I'm assuming that book one was the first film so maybe book two will be our second film maybe unless they're picking and choosing from different books who knows um but yeah exciting stuff um yeah I I I would like to think that this is an opportunity for them to improve uh, because I enjoyed the first one, yeah, but there was definitely room for improvement in certain areas. I think so too. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, 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 yeah, I'm excited. I, th- I, I'm. I mean, they've got the same, same screenwriter and same director as well rejoining for this sequel. So yeah. Are we getting the same person who played Mycroft as well? I'm trying to remember who it was who played Mycroft. Nah, my brains had a f- spasm. Um, That's something I oh, just looked up. <laughs> oh no, that's okay. My IMDb app literally crashed on me for the first time ever, and that ne- Sam Claflin. Mark yeah, Gatiss. Sam- <laughs> Hilarious. Um, no, Sam Claflin was uh, Mycroft in 
the first in all homes. Uh, his name was not mentioned in any of the articles. Okay. But I imagine if, if Millie and Henry are back, I would be surprised if they were recasting Mycroft for the sequels. So. Oh, okay. Especially because Sam Claflin was so good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just everyone else has played Mycroft and other things. Uh, let's, yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, Sam Claflin was good. I, th- I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm just joking. I know you're just joking. But I will say I, I am partial to Mark Gatiss's version of Mycroft because mm. I thought he was very, very, very good. Fulia, are you you going to check out An All Homes too? you reckon? Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed the first one. So uh, I am, you know, kind of looking forward to seeing the sequel. Uh, like you said, it... I hope they improve it a little bit in this in the next one. Yeah. Because um, there were some things that they could have done better in the first. But we'll see how we go. I mean, it's nice to see, you know, uh, different characters portraying um, Sherlock Holmes and, and Mycroft. And now we get to see the little sister, which is which for me was really new. Um, yeah. Because I, I've only read... Uh, the um, the Adventures of Sherlock Holmes book uh, a few years ago, and I don't remember any of the stories that were written in there that mentioned um, that mentioned the sister in it. So, yeah, I, I thought so. Yeah, um, so Michael was just shaking his head. <laughs> um, okay, fine. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, there, there's no sister in uh, Arthur Conan Doyle's. Um, yeah, yeah, this is a yeah. Yeah, a, yeah, I thought I thought that was the case. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's interesting to see that uh, Enola was brought into into, into this. So uh, I am looking forward to the second one. Great. Yeah, Mike, your thoughts? Yeah, um, there's always room and improvement, and uh, yeah, just work on that. Um, I I actually really did enjoy, enjoy that, uh, considering I'm not the particular demographic for the for these films, but um, I enjoyed it nonetheless. It was it was very sweet. In it, in its betrayal and yeah, uh, and it it's fun. and it, it's got its moments and yeah, you can only just build upon that and I'm all for it. Uh, considering the other um, Sherlock Holmes IP that Netflix tried to do and it's probably a bit cheaper. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> considering yes. the star power. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and uh, you know. I suppose the more the more Netflix can get their claws on Millie Bobby Brown and Henry Cavill, then the the better for them. I suppose you know, they're two yeah. of their biggest names attached to the streamer. So mm. yeah, yeah, exciting times. Speaking of Netflix, though, this week we finally got a first look at the upcoming Netflix series Masters of the Universe Revelation. Yes, Kevin Smith's version of he-Man, uh, which is basically kind of a sequel series, I think they're saying, to uh, the, the the 80s animated show. Um, so it kind of picks up where that left off in a way. Um, and yeah, we got our first look at the images, and I'm in love with the style of the animation. Like, it's super cool. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen the I've pictures. I've seen them, yeah. Like, yeah, it looks really great. Um, I, I think visually it's it's absolutely gorgeous. Um, and the other cool thing about this is that we finally got a release date as well. So um, five episode part one of the series will be uh, streaming on uh, Friday the 23rd of July. Yes. Mm. So, yeah. So that's... 
that's good. Mark your calendars uh, for that. So, um, yeah, and I just can't, I really just can't wait to hear Mark Hamill as Skeletor, <laughs> to, be, to be fair. <laughs> that's one of the big draw cards for me. I mean, the entire cast, like the fact that Chris Wood is voicing uh, He-Man um, and uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is voicing Teela as well, has me very excited. Um, but yeah, so the, the kind of synopsis for this goes, uh, following a cataclysmic battle between He-Man and Skeletor, Eternia is fractured and the Guardians of Skull are scattered. And uh, after decades of secrets tore them apart, it's up to Teela to reunite the broken band of heroes and solve the mystery of the missing sword of power in a race against time to restore Eternia and prevent the end of the universe. So it sounds sweet. Um, Kevin Conroy is also going to be voicing a character in this, um, and a bunch of other really cool people, but yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm super keen. Fully, are you excited for this show? Uh, I, I kind of am. Uh, to be honest, I never really grew up watching the original series. Me, me either. Um, but I am definitely keen on watching this new series, um, just to see what it's all about and, um, the story. I have seen, like, clips and snippets of um the original the original cartoon here and there growing up i never actually actively sat down and watched it to be honest um although there are are some amazing skeletal memes out there that i have seen pop up everywhere there are many many (laughs) he-man related skeletal related memes on the internet oh yes it's fantastic fantastic um but you know what Especially the way that Kevin says it, from with the power of He Man, yeah. no, the power of Grey Skull. Yes. is the, what I was trying to say. Yes, yes, by the power of Grey. By the power of Grey Skull. Yeah, let it be. Yeah, <laughs> let it be, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Michael, are you are you going to watch this? Uh, if we're going to be talking in memes, we got to be got to do the most famous one. Hey! hey. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah that, you haven't yeah. seen that meme fully yet. So. Oh, <laughs> that's, wow. that's that one. That's like the best one. <laughs> that was like peak 2007 memeish. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I missed that one. So like this video of—is it just He-Man singing, or is yeah, He-Man singing Four Non Blondes? Uh, what's up? Um, and it's but like with a bad voice, high pitched voice, and like techno music. <laughs> oh, okay. It's and fantastic dancing. and mm. dancing. It's it's, it's yeah. absolutely fabulous. It's so good. <laughs> I've, al- I've only seen gifs of Skeletor saying things. You know, all the meh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's the, well, that's the other big thing. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. I will yes. get you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this, even though I don't know anything about it. But with He-Man, um, I assume you probably don't need to like watch the original to, to get it. It's like, that's the bad guy, this is the good guy, uh, and they fight. Yeah. I think it's, to be, to be I don't know, to be blasé it's- about it, I think it's something like that, yeah. It's definitely going to be um, very nostalgic for a lot of He-Man fans yeah. who have mm. watched the original series, so hopefully mm-hmm. they'll absolutely love it. 
Um, but for the newbies like us, we're really looking forward to it to sort of see what we missed out on. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. yeah, yeah, to understand the uh, the interest and the appeal of yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the passion that Kevin Smith has for this. I know. <laughs> love it. He has fashion like... Pa- fashion. He has passion like <laughs> he few... He has fashion too. He does. He has passion like few do. Yes. Yes. So, yes. <laughs> I was going to say fashion like pew do, but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's my brain on the fritz. Mm. Um, yeah. So when will be watching this, Kendall? Yeah, yeah. So it'll be streaming. <laughs> no, it'll be streaming on Netflix on the 23rd of July, so... Yeah. Don't even have a trailer two, yet. Two more months. I know. I can't wait to see a trailer uh, for this. I'm real keen. We'll real probably keen. get it in a month. But soon. Yeah. Soon it will be coming. Uh, speaking of things that are happening very soon, uh, the Friends reunion is upon us in like two weeks. Uh, the uh, they, they put out a tiny little teaser, which didn't really tease much. It just basically was like, oh, they're all there and they're on the Warner Brothers you know, studio lot, you know, walking to there, walking to set probably. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, it's nice. as like the one where they all get back together or yeah. whatever. Like that's clever. Um, yeah. I'm really, you know, keen to see if it will actually be worth watching. And I imagine it will be, especially because for some reason there's going to be a bunch of celebrity cameos in yeah. this thing. Lots of them. Um, let me just read you out the list of names. So apparently uh, BTS will be on there. Lady Gaga, David Beckham, Justin Bieber for some reason. Uh, James Corden, Cindy Crawford, Cara Delevingne, Elliot Gould, Kit Harrington, Larry Hankin, Mindy Kaling, Thomas Lennon, Christina Pickles, Tom Selleck. James, Tom Selleck. Ja- yeah. James Michael Tyler, Maggie Wheeler, Reese Witherspoon and even Malala herself will be appearing on this special. Uh, my God. So two of those make sense. Tom Selleck. I love that. Only two of them. Two of them for me make sense because Tom Selleck (laughs) was Richard, which was Monica's, one of her exes. Ah, cool. I didn't know that. And uh, Reese Witherspoon plays one of Rachel's sisters. Yes, that I think I knew. Yes. I'm surprised Christina Applegate's not in there. I was going to say, wasn't Christina Applegate the other sister? sister? Yeah, Yeah, that's right. Uh, She'll be in the Married with Children reunion. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yes, yes. Coming, coming this fall on HBO. Max. Yeah, but I have a feeling like there might be one or two that they haven't mentioned in there. Probably that will probably get surprised. With. Um, but I want the vibe. it to be I know. an episode of them just coming back. I know you do. I don't <laughs> think it's that's what it is going to but, happen. But I think I yeah. I ho- look. It'd be fucking awesome if it was, but. I honestly don't think that's what they're doing. Well, at, at least get the the actors who played those characters to be like, this is where this this character. I'm would sure be. they'll yeah. I'm sure there'll be a segment <laughs> where they're like, okay, what's you know, what is Joey up to? These yeah, days? how's his <laughs> acting dead. career going? <laughs> He's not dead. Brutal. Nah, he he moved to England and made a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> that I couldn't get into yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah um, Mike are you uh, interested in checking this out at all um, were you a friends fan back in the day no <laughs> <laughs> fair enough 
I haven't really watched most of it either. Like the only times I've watched Friends has been when I've been with other people. Um, and I remember it was one of the things that they played on the tour bus when we were in the in the US. <laughs> I remember specifically driving from Vegas to the Grand Canyon and it was just a Friends marathon yes. on, on the TV in the, in the bus. That was fun. How did you survive? <laughs> um, Friends is awesome! Quite easily. It was fun. Everyone was into it. <laughs> and if you weren't into it, you're listening to something else. Yeah. But yeah, no, I watched it. <laughs> it's good. It's okay. But yeah, it's, that's one series I've never really... It's so prolific, but I've never done every episode. I mean, I've seen the first episode a heap of times, obviously. But I've seen, yeah, I've seen hit bits and pieces. And I've seen the one with Robin Williams and Billy Crystal, and that's fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. I've, I've marathoned it a few times. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really look forward to your thoughts on it yeah. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yes. By the way, how are we able to watch it here in Australia? Yes, so I imagine uh, it will be on Binge because okay. this is a HBO Max title in the States. So here in Australia, that'll be Foxtel and by proxy Binge. Same as the Snyder Cut of Justice League was. Mm. So, yes. With Friends currently playing on Netflix at the moment, the actual show. It is. Hmm. Maybe maybe Netflix Australia will get distribution rights. Maybe I mean or the maybe set, Stan. Maybe Stan because they got the Fresh Prince of Bel Air one. The, true, but because it's HBO Max, my money's on binge. Please be Stan. <laughs> binge. <laughs> binge. All right. One last little thing in the news before we wrap up. Um, <laughs> speaking of streaming services, yeah. fuck the, the segues today. I'm on it. Uh, <laughs> Paramount Plus is indeed launching in Australia. We've been wondering for a while, and we even wondered last week how we'd, how we'd be able to watch Rugrats in its new iteration. Um, <laughs> I hope you got my sarcasm. Um, <laughs> yes. So Paramount Plus is going to actually be launching here in Australia. Uh, I really wish we'd gotten HBO Max instead, but that's okay. Um, plus side... I mean, it's not going to be too expensive. I know a lot of us, like myself, have a bunch of different services and it's it's stacking up cost-wise and I am thinking of getting rid of one of, one or two. But uh, it is only going to be um, eight, $8.99 a month here That's in Australia. the same price as... It's the same price as Disney Plus, I think. Plus. Yes. Yeah. Um, but uh, it will be launching as well uh, on the uh, 11th of August. So you've got three months to make up your mind if you're going to subscribe. Mm. Um, in terms of what Paramount Plus will be offering, uh, some of their back catalogue is pretty fantastic. They will have the rights to uh, The Godfather, all of Mission Impossible, Indiana Jones, Transformers, Jackass, Goodwill Hunting, Harry Potter, Batman... The Dark Knight trilogy, Lord of the Rings, and Austin Powers. So does that mean that all the other streaming services that may have those films will no longer have that right? Most that likely, yes. yes. It'll be exactly the same when Disney Plus launched and all of the Marvel stuff and, and Star Wars stuff left Netflix. Yeah. It's okay. going to be the same thing. Um, another cool thing about Paramount Plus is the fact that it also means we're going to be getting access to things like that are on Showtime, uh, BET, CBS, uh, mm. MTV, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, and any other Sony Pictures Television and Paramount Pictures produced content. 
Um, so yeah. that's really cool. Mm. The the uh, forthcoming uh, revival of Dexter will be on Paramount Plus for streaming. So that's cool for Dexter fans. Also, the upcoming long-awaited Halo TV series oh. is going to be exclusive to Paramount Plus. Um, that's going to be their big flagship. Big, yeah. big flagship. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And there's a bunch of original content as well. There's like, you can, if I'm not going to read out every single thing they're doing, but. Um, Do it. But no. <laughs> but there's a, there's a lot of cool things on the way. So, you know, th- there's some definite pros to adding this streamer to your collection but um yeah whether or not i'll do it myself remains to be seen mm. uh, things are getting a bit pricey uh yeah now. uh fulia what what are your thoughts on paramount plus i'm just getting tired of getting so many different streaming services <laughs> that i have to subscribe i to. have five now <laughs> didn't mean to do that uh, five now. I, I feel like i'm gonna be cancelling one or two myself same yeah. um because to be honest compared to what i'm i currently have that paramount plus seems like it's gonna have a lot more of the things that i would love to see yeah compared to some of the other streaming services that oh, i have yeah. at the moment yeah um like right now Amazon Prime for me. I'm not watching much from it. Same. Um, but I am using it for my Twitch Prime subscriptions because ah. you get a free Twitch subscription um, for ev- like every month that you that you have um, Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and you can use that towards subscribing to a Twitch channel that you're following. And oh, cool. so okay. it's like you're giving that channel a, a free free money, pretty much. Yeah. Like he he's my Twitch Prime. Yeah. Um, and you get more the the streamer will get more of an incentive out of that compared to just getting a regular subscription. Mm-hmm. So in that instance, um, I think it's like fifty percent of the subscription goes to them if it's a Prime, compared to yeah. just the regular subscription. Um, but yeah, like I'm, I am definitely thinking about most likely will get Paramount Plus. But by then I'll have gotten rid of one or two other streaming okay. services. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Mike, uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, having a think about it, I'll probably just give it a month, see how it goes. And when you said um, Showtime, because Showtime's actually part of uh, Stan, and that's going to be interesting. They're going to break up uh, a lot, a lot True. of things from from Netflix and in Stan. So yeah, I didn't think about that. Stan's probably not going to last that long. <laughs> if uh yeah, cuz there's a there's a lot of things on Stan that's probably going to be hoisted yeah. out of there and yeah, and what's the point of Stan even though yeah. it's Aww. the Australian one and yeah. I'm slowly noticing that I am using Stan less and less. Mm. Mm. Because a lot of the things that I've been watching have either been over on Netflix or on Anime Lab because I watch a lot of anime. So they're the two main ones that I use. And so, yeah. mind you, I'm not paying for the Stan subscription. It's my sister's. But <laughs> because she offered. So um, you're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, like, I'm not sure if I'll be using Stan much longer, to be honest, as well. Mm, okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll, mm. s- we'll see what happens. <sighs> All right. I think that'll wrap up this week's Nerdy News. Yeah. Done and dusted. 
Which means it's now time to roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Alrighty. Trailer park time. And we have some pretty good trailers to talk about this week. Starting with the biggin, which was the first trailer for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Ah, oh, okay. So, I'm setting my expectations low still. Because, I mean, I enjoyed the first Venom. I think I saw it twice at the cinema um, from memory. Uh, it came out in 2018, so it feels like a million years ago now. Um, uh, but a lot of it stuck with me. Like, I remember a, a lot of the movie quite well. Like, I, you know, it was pretty standard in terms of its superhero comic book style of film very you know by the by the numbers i i guess but tom hardy was everything in that movie so if anything i'm just really looking forward to seeing more of him as eddie brock <laughs> um and <laughs> and the interaction between him and venom uh we got a really good taste of that in this trailer uh so that has me excited um the fact that mrs chen is back is like yes <laughs> i was not expecting that so that was a nice little recurring gag um, yeah, um, look, this was, this was teased, obviously, uh, at the end of the first Venom film, uh, when Woody Harrelson first appeared as Cletus Cassidy and said, there's gonna be carnage with his real bad hair and his campy, yeah, everything, and, yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, that's fine, but can we not be so you know, hammy about this, guys. Let's have some class here. I don't know. It was just all very meh to me. Um, and, yeah, and then, you know, obviously the second film was announced pretty soon after that. And uh, I'm glad they cut his hair. They tuned <laughs> his hair back. So it's a bit... He looks less like Carrot Top now, which is nice. Um, and still more like Woody from Cheers. Well, yeah, I mean, because it's Woody Harrelson. I mean, you know. <laughs> Just, that's just his face. How's yeah. the world um, treating you? <laughs> but look, I love Woody Harrelson, um, so I, I imagine he's going to do a really good job. Um, like the visual effects on this thing look great. I'm I don't know too much about Venom in the comics outside of the Spider-Man connection, and because obviously this is not really connected to Spider-Man, um, you know, it's going to be cool to see more of that uh, explored. Uh, the lore of the symbiotes and 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 stuff and uh, yeah things are afoot I don't know no I'm so I'm yeah I'm definitely keen to check this out I'm just yeah I'm not sure if it's going to be a as good as the first one and b you know just good in, in general but um but no I I'm yeah I'm gonna watch it fully what did you think <laughs> there is a slight connection to Spider Man you know the when he goes to smack the spider. Yeah, in well, the trailer. yeah, there's a spider, a spider, a spider, <laughs> and they do say that uh, Venom, uh, these two movies are actually connected to Morbius, and yes. Morbius does have the vulture, and the yes. vultures, yes, so, l- loose ties. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, no, loose. there are there are very loose uh, webs. If you will, yes, um, <laughs> yes, yes, Fulia, yes, yes. yes. You, so you haven't seen the first one. I actually haven't seen the first one. Okay. I have it on Blu-ray. It's sitting on my shelf, still, <laughs> still in its shrink wrap. 
Yes, they went black. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've been meaning to watch it when I bought it, and then I completely forgot I had it. And now I know it's on a streaming service, so I don't have to take it out of the stream. Right oh, wow. <laughs> thanks, thanks for supporting us. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, you've already given us our money, so the yeah. joke's on you. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to try and watch the first one before we get before the second one comes out. Yeah. Well, you got a bit of time. I've so. got some time. Yeah. So maybe I'll watch it like the week before or maybe the day before <laughs> I go and see oh, it. You got some time. Oh, I'm going to leave it to the last, last minute. minute. Yeah. That's fine. Because <laughs> I'll forget until then. True, and then I'll be like, true, oh yeah, Venom's right. coming out. I'll watch the movie now. Good point. Good point. <laughs> and by then you probably only watch half of it because you're running late to the cinema. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Look, um, the trailer itself actually looked entertaining um i like the fact that and i feel like this trailer kind of spoiled things for me from the first one i'd say um I'm like, well you got no sympathy from me well yeah, i've got plenty of time i'll probably forget by then anyway yeah true <laughs> knowing my memory you will um, it's okay but i i love the fact that um <coughs> venom is now doing his own thing while still being attached to eddie just like making him breakfast and eddie's just like Long face, doesn't give a shit. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, you know, the part where they go into the convenience store and speak to Mrs. Chen about the chocolate, and then all of a sudden there's no chocolate, and Eddie's like, we had a deal. <laughs> and, then the, and then Mrs. Chen's like, what are you going to do? You're, gonna, you, you're not going to look after me anymore? And then Venom just, you know, pokes out with the I'll eat Mrs. Chen <laughs> <laughs> and then Eddie's like no you won't and Mrs. Chen's just like uh what yeah well, I'm sorry <laughs> so there are kind of like really comedic moments from the trailer that I got so I'm kind of wondering why I haven't watched it until now but yeah that's, <laughs> that's just that's just me when it comes to movies <laughs> that's all right you'll get there yeah Michael what are your thoughts on Venom yeah, um, I actually quite like the trailer. Uh, I did watch uh, Venom um, uh, when it came when it came out, and yeah, it was a bit of a, a strange movie, but it actually performed pretty really well. So it did. So, so you can, uh, as I said about the um, um, the uh, the the uh, the Sherlock Holmes thing, uh, you can only build from there. So. And dare I say, the second one look is looking like it's probably going to be a little bit better than the first one, maybe, considering um, it's uh, being directed by Andy uh, Andy Circus. Yeah, true. Cool. Yeah, so, very cool. And he always does pretty cool stuff with with his stuff. You know, mocap. Got to do all the mocap. Yes, because you got. Because you got uh, Carnage and Venom, yeah, uh, and also uh, the in this trailer there was a a, a, a blink and you miss it uh, Stan Lee cameo. If you haven't, if you didn't get to see it, really, yeah. If you watch back um, when uh, and when Eddie Brock is wa- walking in to the uh, convenience store uh, and Venom pops out his limb and and puts up a um, uh, repositions a magazine. Uh, on the magazine is Stan himself. Stan the Aww. man himself. Yeah. 
that's nice. Yeah. So I, I didn't really pick it up until, until I actually watched it on TV. And it was like, is that, is that Stan Lee? Cool, that's Stan Lee. Because the first time I watched it, it was on my phone. It was too small. And yeah, I'm I'm actually really looking forward to this one. Um, and how it's going to connect or not connect with the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> which yeah. what I said before maybe maybe loose threads of a web connection yes maybe what about you Kendall do you have a web connection um yeah yeah at the mo- a moment I do you're coming in five by five so well that's so that's good internet well, is strong that's good I has a question yes do we know who voices Venom? Uh, Tom Hardy yes. does. Oh, Tom does Hardy. he? Oh, yeah. okay. And they yeah. just they just edit it. Yeah, they just kind of you know put a flange on it or whatever. Right. Okay. But he's basic. But it's mostly him making it himself. But yeah, I think they there would be there would have to be some kind of help with it. Oh yeah, no, definitely would be. But yeah, he does a little bit of editing. Yeah. And that also begs the question: Who does the voice for Carnage? Yes, well, Woody Harrelson voice Carnage. Hmm. We'll find out. <laughs> Venom, Let There Be Carnage, will be released in cinemas uh, in the UK on the 15th of September and in the US on the 24th of September. So probably around that time, down under here for us. So, yep. yeah. September's going to be a good month. I mm-hmm. cannot wait. <laughs> All right, next trailer. Get... Your tissues, because we're going to talk about Fatherhood, uh, which is an upcoming Netflix film uh, based on based on or inspired by true events. Uh, and uh, this might be the role that saves Kevin Hart for me, because I've been such a naysayer about him. Like the only time I've really enjoyed him was in you know the Jumanji movies because I just love the way I don't know the way his character his characters you know are like the way he act well the way he acts in that like what he does with the the scripts in those films is really impressive like it's very funny but I'm not a huge fan of his typical style of comedy of like you know like I don't know Chris Tucker did the high pitched screaming thing like years ago like come on let's let's find a new <laughs> shtick um, but but. This trailer, I was so going into it, I was like, oh, this is going to be one of those films where it should be a sentimental, heartfelt piece. Because I read the synopsis before I watched the trailer just to see what it was about. And uh, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, and then it's going to be a Kevin Hart, you know, comedy vehicle uh, with this, you know, added sentimentality. But it's the other way around. It's like this beautiful kind of drama, uh, dramatic, well, dramatic film you know, about uh, a widower whose, you know, uh, wife died, you know, either during or because of childbirth and he has to raise their daughter without her. And just, I'm blown away by Kevin Hart in this trailer. Like, I was just gobsmacked and so impressed with just the way he was delivering the, like, the weight of, of that kind of a burden and trying to get through life without the one person you'd planned on being with forever, you know, and then they're not there. And then now, you know, here's the only thing left is this 
beautiful little baby who you have to now raise by yourself. And it's, yeah, but it's like a beautiful balance between, between, between that kind of heart and, uh, and the humor, because I was also laughing quite a bit, but the, all the, the, the humor and the jokes, they hit in the right spots. They landed in the right places. Nothing was really done in poor taste at all. It was all, it all went together so well. Um, and yeah, and I was in tears by the end of it. Like, yeah, this is, yeah, this is a tearjerker. <laughs> um, yeah, but I was, I was floored. I thought it was a great trailer. I mean, yeah, it showed quite a bit, but you know, a lot of Netflix movie trailers do tend to show quite a lot. I, I, I've come to realize not just trailers in general, but especially Netflix films, they show quite a bit. Um, but you know, for the, in this case, I was okay with it cause it was just really well put together and I... I reckon I'll definitely be watching this when it comes out. Fulia, what did you think? I agree. By the end of it, I was also in tears. Um, And I was just like, Kevin Hart did that to Mm. me? Um, Yeah. Because he's usually the funny man. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I mean, there are funny moments in this trailer, like, you know, because of the fact that he's trying to do, he's trying to look after his child to the best of his ability with the fact that also not knowing how to look after a baby girl, not to mention the fact that because the mother has passed away, there is no, uh, there is no female lead role or like a, a motherly role for this child no. to look up to. No. Um, and so he's finding it really difficult. Yeah. Um, and he's, you know, he's asking for help, which is very, I, I believe would be very hard for a lot of, fathers to do because yeah. they instinctively think that they can do this but then they'll turn around and be like no nah, I can't yeah um so it was a, it's definitely a very moving trailer um man I I'm actually really really curious to see how this movie turns out I feel like I, I'm gonna be going through quite a few tissues yeah me too when I watch this film <laughs> um but yeah, it, it definitely looks like a very heartwarming, very heartwarming movie. Yeah, Michael, we thought of you <laughs> when we watched this, <laughs> and then I was like, we were both tearing up. And I'm like, oh god, we've just ruined Mike for no, like I know. days, haven't we? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it was a bit triggering, but yeah, um, yeah, it's. It's a subject matter that I know very little. <laughs> no, I know a lot about this stuff, yeah. uh, considering I am a father. And yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I'll be watching it and critiquing it um, very differently to to you two, obviously. But but I think the subject matter it. It does need to be told because when when you're in that situation, I mean, I'm not I'm not in that situation because I I had of course my my wife with me when we had when we had our first child. Uh, it is difficult from changing what you were to something else that you need to be thinking about uh, other people. It's empathy. It's it's everything. And and dare I say, when I was going through it, it definitely did change me. Uh, for, for for the better, but it it was a long slog for me for me to just to wrap my head around and yeah I fell into a bit of a, a a deep depression when 
when uh, my first my first born and yeah it's yeah um don't want to get too emotional but but it definitely tugs at the heartstrings and 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 yeah <laughs> i i haven't really watched much of uh, kevin hart i know i know very little um i've seen the first jumanji movie of course and uh the first thing, first thing i've watched him in was when he did a little cameo in in um 40 year old virgin <laughs> and that's it I haven't really seen him in much, but I I think he's going to do a, a pretty decent job in this. So when are we going to be watching this and critiquing it, Kendall? And <laughs> yeah, yes, <laughs> we will be watching Fatherhood uh, on Netflix on the eighteenth of June. So not long to go uh, to go slash wait for that one. So. Oh, all right, last trailer for this week is for uh, a film that has been delayed quite a lot due to the pandemic uh, and will finally be seeing the light of day very soon. And that is The Green Knight. Um, I do remember doing this for Trailer Park like probably two years ago. Um, uh, at least it feels like it was that long ago because, yeah, it was supposed to come out last year. Um, but, uh, no, this is... Um, Dev Patel as this kind of, I don't know, uh, knight, knightly figure in sort of this uh, Arthurian, super stylized uh, fantasy kind of, yeah, like, I don't know, it look, I'm, I'm fascinated by the cinematography on this, I'm fascinated by the aesthetic choices on this, and the, the world that is being created, like, it seems very very different to most typical uh, journeys into the medieval realm in terms of medieval fantasy and stuff. And uh, yeah, I don't know why the Fox had to talk though. That was the one moment where I was like, no, no, don't, don't, don't do that. Um, the the giants? Yeah, literally. What does the Fox say? <laughs> Sorry, Mike, I missed that. And not even the giants sort of pulled you out of it. No, no, look, the, I kind of liked what they were going for with those giants but um, they did look a bit uh, in certain parts, but I kind of, it kind of reminded me of, there's this artist on, I can't remember their name, so I apologize for that, but there's this artist on, on online who, who I've seen these like paintings he does or these like graphic renderings of these like dark, like cityscapes with like these, giant creatures that are kind of horrifying but they're not really doing anything horrifying they're just kind of there and like looming and like if i could find the pictures on and show you guys that you'd probably get what i mean by because they just remind me of of this in this trailer but yeah um yeah i kind of like you know a classic a classic tale of like you know i well You've you've challenged me now. You've got one year, and then I'm gonna come back, and <laughs> or you're gonna come find me, or something, and then we're gonna have it out, or something like one year, your destiny will be achieved, sort of situation. Um, like that's kind of that's kind of interesting. I did like the 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 CGI design of the the mini ent, if you will, the or the <laughs> the, the knightly Groot, if you, like you know, he's just this. <laughs> Amalgamation. Of I kind of got 
that yeah. too. He kind of looked like a medieval version of Groot. Yeah, a little that bit. That actually can speak. That can actually speak. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was really, really interesting. Um, yeah. So I don't, I don't really know if this film's going to be good or bad or whatever, but I'm very curious um, about it because it does look very good. But yeah, I'm not entirely sold just yet. So we'll see. Uh, Fulia, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'm kind of on the not too sure boat because it's a story that I'm not familiar with and especially being a period piece, um, it, for me, the trailer didn't really, uh, interest me in kind in a, in any way in the sense that I didn't get much from the story. Like I need more information. Right. Um, I mean... I know that it's, I know that, you know, there's going to be a battle of some sort. We get to see a duel and then we have um, the the knight, the Grootly knight that came through to be like, all right, now that you've done this, you've got a year to come and to come to my kingdom, I suppose. Um, I'm not sure what the significance is about the axe. Maybe... He left it there to then be like, you have to come and return it to me with Jewel again. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Like, it was, that was a bit confusing to me as well. Yeah, as to what- and then we f- we find we find that uh, Dev Patel's character gets captured by someone in the forest, and then we don't see them again later on. So I assume that gets resolved in in a quick fashion. But yeah, 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 I'm, yeah. I am a little bit skeptical of this particular movie. I'm just I'm really wary <laughs> Fair enough. of where this could go. Fair enough. Yeah. Michael, what are your thoughts on the Green Knight? Yeah, it looks very, very interesting. Like, I wasn't really too sure about it, so I did <laughs> did a bit of a deep dive if I didn't know stuff. Apparently it's actually based on a, um, a very, very old poem uh, based in the Arthurian legend about, because uh, the main character is actually the nephew of King Arthur. Apparently. Ah, okay. Yeah, and yeah, and ha- having a look at the, the 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 Wikipedia because it never lies. That um, <laughs> yeah, it's based on the Sir 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 Gar- Garwain, maybe Sir Garwain and the Green Knight. So he's so I think it's basically uh, a road trip movie. But it's an adventure story as well. So and and of course, what really piqued my interest is uh, uh, Weta Digital actually uh, did the um, visual visual effects. Oh, oh, that's cool. Always, okay. always good because uh, <laughs> uh, I've got a I've got a cousin who's actually who actually works for them. So <laughs> you oh, know, cool. a bit of favoritism. Um, yeah. Um, it looks really interesting. Uh, I don't know the story, and I'll probably won't read the poem. I'll just go into it and like f- fresh, fresh eyes because it it looks interesting to me because I kind of like I kind of like uh, Arthurian legends and and how and what they take on it and yeah the the Green Knight is is an int and what what how do you how do you tackle a tree? You use an axe. So <laughs> I can't see the connection in that. So yeah, yes, yes, the defeat. Uh, the guy again, or, or, or the person? I don't know. Trees yeah. are asexual, so they have no gender. Really, they're, they're genderless. 
They're, yes. they're what? Sorry. They're gen. <laughs> they're genderless. They're, they're genderless. <laughs> gen genderless. Yeah. Genderless. <laughs> Which is a character's name as well. Genderless. <laughs> And Joel Edgerton's in it as as yeah. well, so you know, yeah. Aussie represent. Woo, Uncle Love Ben, it. Uncle Ben, Owen, is he Owen. Uncle Owen? Yes, yes, Uncle Owen. I've got my paths crossed. Yeah, they yep. both die. And they, <laughs> <laughs> they both die, and they in, they both die in the same egg movie. on the you know they egg on the hero's journey. You know. Yes, yes. If you're Peter Parker or. or Luke Skywalker, I don't care. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. The Green Knight will be uh, releasing in theatres in the US on the 30th of July and in the UK on the 6th of August. Cool. Yes. So we'll see it in Australia at some point. Yep. Maybe on a streaming service. Maybe on a streaming service. Hey, maybe it'll be on Paramount+. Plus. Um. <laughs> All right, that's trailer park done. We're rolling on out. Mm-hmm. And which means it's now time for some quickie reviews. Quickie review. And we're gonna start with Fulia, because uh, I want to know what she's been watching. Yeah, so uh, over the week, or weekend more so, uh, I got the chance uh, at watching some movies. Uh, One I watched uh, in the Discord as part of our little uh, DreamWorks Animation Month, Um, and we all watched Over the Hedge, which I've only seen once before, and it was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, And so this time around, re-watching it again reminded me of the story, um, which I remembered. And I also remembered that Bruce Willis plays the raccoon that leads the (laughs) movie. Wow. (laughs) I forgot about that. Yeah. um, It was interesting. It was good. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, Over the Hedge is... It's a really cute movie, but the one that I really want to talk about, that I really, really want to talk about, is Tom and Jerry, the live-action movie. Yeah. They did that really well. Okay. Um, it's very Hugh Frame Roger Rabbit yeah. sort of way that they filmed it. Yeah, yeah. And throughout the whole film, all animals, including bugs... Were animated, mm-hmm. and the rest of the real life world was live action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Tom and Jerry's antics are the same from the original cartoon, mm-hmm. which is really cool. They don't speak, mm. which is the one thing that I was really hoping for. Yeah, and they did that well. And in the credits, they appear as themselves <laughs> because they don't get any voice acting. So when you say in the credits, they... Oh, do you mean like it, as, say, it says Tom himself? No, Jerry it says himself. Tom as Tom. Jerry, Jerry as Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> So they played as themselves. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, because I didn't, the only time that you hear either of them speak is, Jer, uh, is Tom because apparently he's picked up how to play piano. He's a very musical cat. And... <laughs> 
then at one point he plays a piano and starts singing, which I believe is the singing voice of John Legend. <laughs> oh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> because he's trying to flirt with it, a female cat. Oh, okay. He's trying to win the ladies. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, so to get some of that yeah. <laughs> Yep. This is a family movie. Shush you. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. I know, but still. <laughs> pussy cat. I mean, pussy cat. Pussy cat. Um, Chloe Grace Moretz was good, but not great, in my opinion. Oh. Um, so sucks. her character is she's trying to get through life. Um, he, you know, she's she's on. Um, kind of like a Centrelink thing. She's unemployed. She's oh. trying to find work. Right. Um, and the social services is like, you need a job. Yeah. And, yeah. And so they're really pushing her to do that. One day she comes across, she goes to um, a really fancy hotel. Um, and there's a person there that's going for a job interview. Mm-hmm. And so she pretends to be the person that's testing her. Um, gets her resume and uses it to get a job at the hotel. Oh, <laughs> sneaky. Very, very. Um, but then from there, it's like, yeah, like I couldn't, I just couldn't um, get past the fact that she's just really forcing the whole charade uh, of being this hotel manager, I suppose. Right. Or a 2IC Um so I I wasn't yeah I wasn't happy with her performance. Um, okay. I mean it was still enjoyable. Um, okay. It was and it you know it was nice to see the slapstick um, comedy that came from Tom and Jerry, where Jerry has found himself a nice little nook in the walls of this fancy hotel. And obviously the humans see that there's a mouse in the hotel mm-hmm. and they can't have this because it's a five-star hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got um, Ken Jong, Yeah. Playing Chef Jackie. Okay. So he's a head chef in, mm-hmm. the, on, in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Sees this mouse, goes nuts. And then he's like, do you know what this will do to my career? <laughs> right. Because <laughs> it's all about him. <laughs> Um, and so Chloe's character is then, um, she takes, she takes full charge of trying to get rid of this mouse, hires Tom, blah, blah, blah. You know, the antics that Tom and Jerry have, Jerry's always going to be winning in some form. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know if I want to spoil it, but I don't know whether either of you will be watching it. I'm not, I'm not going to watch it. No, not really. No. Okay. Well, by the end of it, Tom and Jerry have to work together to, you know, to help out Chloe's character oh. because there's a really fancy wedding that's going to be happening at the hotel from a celebrity couple and she has to take full charge of blah, 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 blah. And yeah. Right. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Like it was a good movie, but it wasn't great. Okay. Um, I'd probably give it, I'd give it a two and a half. Maybe a three. Wow. If I was to push it. Okay. Um, I mean, it was well made. Yeah. The cinematography was amazing. 
And I did look at a little bit of um, behind the scenes on how they shot it. Very familiar shooting um, uh, aspect to what Who Framed Roger Rabbit was, where they had like little stand-in toys or like in that particular sort of ratio to the humans so that the ca- so that the actors actually had uh, a point of view to look at, like mm-hmm. an eye level, um, which worked out really well. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I just... I'm, I was hoping it would be much better than what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's my review of Tom and Jerry. Nice. <laughs> cool. Yes. Michael, what have you been watching this week? I've been watching little things. Um, uh, I'm re-watching uh, Stranger Things. So I've finished Stranger Things season one. Uh, going back, I've, I don't know why, but I sort of forgot how good it is and every uh, watching it it's like wow this is actually put together really really well and yeah and the sole reason why i'm watching it is because hopefully we'll be getting the fourth season in the in the not too distant future considering we just listen uh watched the trailer um not too long ago well the teaser trailer we haven't got a full trailer yet uh, also, I've been watching The Bad Batch, uh, season three, um, uh, was released, uh, this Friday, uh, which is another thing that me and, and my daughter are watching at the same time, and it's, it's, it's going good, and I can't really talk about too much about it, because one of us hasn't seen it, so I can't really, uh, <laughs> dive in into like my thoughts and theories even though some theories uh, going about of one particular character could be something to do with Palpatine could be something about Obi-Wan um yes and it would probably tie a little bit more into the Obi-Wan series maybe Mm. Mm. we'll see uh which on that um Hugh McGregor actually did an interview and he was talking about a character that uh, is like uh, his childhood um, uh, favorite and he gets to gets to have a one-on-one so it could be some, something in that as well oh. yes but we won't know until stuff happens and of course the biggest thing uh, that I watched during the week was the new Saw movie, Spiral, with mm. uh, with um, with uh, er- everybody hates Chris, Chris Rock, and <laughs> <laughs> which is actually bizarre because I've never actually seen him do a quasi serious role, so it was a little bit jarring at the start, but I sort of got into it pretty pretty well. Um, he he does a fantastic job. He plays a a a, a cop on the beat. Where he's dealing with uh, the pressure of um, living up to his father, who was like uh, a big name in the in the in the police game. He uh, he was like um, uh, I don't know commissioner uh, all the way before he got before he retired, and and Chris Rock's character sort of fell into the um, into the uh, police game, and his dad didn't want him to, and 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 it has the backdrop of saw so it's it has uh, this um uh copycat killer of um jigsaw uh if you don't know the jigsaw um series 
this is sort of like its own separate thing, but unfortunately the movie sort of falls into the same formula as a Saw movie, which is kind of bizarre because you're actually more focused on the actual characters of um, uh, Chris Rock's character and he's, uh, his rookie um, um, partner which he which he got and it's it's it does deal with a lot of um clichés as well it's like i can't work with no partner because because one of the reasons why why um uh, no one wants to work with him because he snitched on a fellow police officer and he he um he doesn't get any uh, respect from the other ones because they snitched on because he snitched on uh, one of them so they can't really trust him and and there's no trust because he's like, oh, you're just here because of your dad and, and that. So, uh, so yeah, the killings of uh, it starts with the killings of uh, cops. So it's it's a jigsaw going. Well, not the jigsaw killer, copycat killer. He doesn't really have a name. Jigsaw copycat killer is going after crooked cops. So. Um, he has sort of like a kindred. He sort of has a connection with the Chris Rock character, and actually sends all his um, his messages to Chris Rock's character. I can't remember the name, unfortunately, because I can't remember the name. Uh, Chris Rock. I'll just call him Chris Rock. And yeah, so he has to find find who who's doing this, who's doing the killings, and it's sort of uh, sort of. Um, a mystery, even though I sort of guessed who the killer was because it was f- fucking obvious. Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, so Ken, um, I don't know, Kendall, if you would watch this as watch this if you if you want. Um, well, look, I've seen all the Saw films except I except for Jigsaw, like the one they did a couple years ago. I still haven't watched that. Um, I haven't really been motivated to watch it. Um, and I was very curious about Spiral to see if it was any good, and I was thinking about going to see it, so, um, but I'm not sure if it's going to be as good as it should have been, based on what you're saying. Yeah, it, it's sort of a weird base. It's, 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 cinematically, it's actually more, it's better than, like, the, the average Saw movie, because when, yeah. uh, especially after 3, um, they're sort yeah. of just pumping them out and doesn't really yeah. care about uh, it, it was all quantity over quality Absolutely. and that sort of thing and some of the traps are very uh, very interesting but but unfortunately they don't really focus more it, it's a weird balance because they're trying to do something different but it but it's pretty much the same and it of course it has a big twist at the end as well uh and yeah it's 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 a weird beast if you if you like saw i think you probably get a kick out of it okay it because it's the same old same old but it but it's sort of but unfortunately it, it was sort of banking on it. it's like oh this is a new thing it, it's it's pumping more blood into the system like something something new it's unfortunately it fails on both, both ends just to be yeah. Just to be like devil's advocate. It's like, yeah, it's it's kind of cool because it's got uh, like the power of Chris Rock and Samuel Jackson playing his dad. So that that's kind of cool, and their their dynamic is awesome. 
but it just falls flat on the why are we watching this sort of thing. But um, yeah. yeah, like uh, my wife really uh, so it, back in the day they we used to enjoy like watching saw movies and all that because we're a weird couple and we like like blood and gore and weird shit. And 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 of course she's going to see it on on Monday coming up, and I I didn't really want to like deflate her because she really likes the these sort of movies. Like uh, we'll get into it later on in the in the program when we're talking about a particular movie. <laughs> she likes she likes that movie, and of course <laughs> I need to be very gentle of saying I do have a couple of issues, and she says no. You do not say that, Michael. <laughs> she gets really pissed off with people on the internet, like bagging out movies that she likes, and, <laughs> and unfortunately, <laughs> I'm one of them. And so I need to watch what I say because you know, happy, li- happy wife, happy life, and you know, I, I, that's why I'm on this po- podcast so I can <laughs> say what I think. Nice. So overall, I will probably give uh, I'll probably give it like a three. Three, three out of five. Okay. Uh, because it, it is something new, but it's something the same at the same time, which is very difficult to pull off. So it's sort of an uphill battle. But hopefully, do more, do some, do something, and not, and don't have something that's completely fucking obvious. <laughs> that just sounds lazy, like writing. It, like it, if you can, I think. Um, it's a very short film, so it's it it only goes for an hour and a half. So I think they, I think they crammed so much into into it. It sort of right. didn't have any breathing room. So yeah, and that's it, such a shame. And it, yeah, yeah, but I don't want to, I don't want to like um, what's the word? I don't want to disin disinflate. The sort of going public, because I I I enjoyed it. It's just I was hoping for something something else, but it, it turned out to be something um, uh, just on par with Saw. So yeah, I think yeah, it's just on par. So it's 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 nothing too special, but it's it's still it's 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 still enjoyable at the same time. Okay. Just to Fair give enough. it some credit. Fair enough. Okay. And, and hopefully, there's going to be more movies that that I think there's talk to have have a couple of uh, sequels to this because apparently pe- people went to see and they they still enjoyed it. It's just yeah, and that's all I'll say on the matter. Really. Okay. Fair enough. Thank you for your review. Uh, you've made up my mind as to whether or not I will go see it. I think. <laughs> uh, at least at the cinema, anyway. But who knows? Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Um, all right. And then uh, for me, uh, I saw two pretty big films that uh, kind of escaped me over the years um, during the week. Um, the first being The Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, Yay. Have you, you like it? I, have you seen it? I've seen it. Oh, wow. You've seen I've something seen that I hadn't too. seen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well. Yes. Um, no, I, f- I freaking loved it. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. Freaking Ray Fiennes in that movie just steals <laughs> the damn show as as um, Monsieur Gustave. 
Um, yeah, really, really enjoyed his performance. Him and um, uh, Tony Revolori's character, the bellboy, go like they're they're just back and forth throughout the whole thing. <laughs> film. Was great. Um, yeah, just and then all of the random actors that would rock up at certain points like Owen Wilson and Bill Murray and you know all the mainstayers in all the Wes Anderson films um yeah and it was just so beautifully stylized and uh, aesthetic aesthetic wise it was just yeah it was just gorgeous and it was a very charming movie and I, I absolutely adored it I really liked it um and I also watched the King's Speech for the first time um mm. which was cool uh cause I'd never really uh I mean, I've seen The Crown, obviously, but, you know, this is, you know, uh, Elizabeth's father, um, Bertie. Um, and it's, you know, I didn't realise the film was actually going to be uh, encompassing the time from, you know, the end of his his father's reign to his brother taking the throne to his abdication and then to his first... To, to end with his, like, to climax with his first wartime speech... Um, mm. was, yeah, I wasn't expect, I didn't realize it was going to take place over the course of almost 10 years, but, uh, but it was, that was awesome. And it was really good. Michael. Yeah. You could say this is the crown prequel movie. You pretty much could. You pretty much could. Cause the crown really does kind of start not long after, like it, the crown kind of starts what just after the end of world war two, really. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In like the late forties, just, just before, um, uh, the king dies um but yeah but no it, this was a great film i can see why colin firth won best actor for his role um he was outstanding and jeffrey rush was also a joy um so cool to see you know an aussie held in such high esteem in the the eyes of the royals uh in this and you know the the fact that i mean i never knew about any of this stuff you know the fact that he had such difficulty talking he had this stammer that was clearly caused by tr- childhood trauma and his you know things with his father and and all of this stuff but the way that good old Lionel brought it all out of him I just loved the matter of fact way that uh, that he was you know the way he he was with him and like no nonsense sort of business you know sp- like it's it's kind of something that's been done it's a cliche that's kind of been done in other movies before. Like, how dare you speak to me like that? I am royalty and I am nobility and all this stuff. But they didn't even lean into that crutch too much. Like, they they, they, they kind of, you know, they didn't really hit a wall over it too much. It was just kind of like, you know, Lionel would say his bit and like, no, this is how I'm doing it. And then Bertie would just kind of back off a bit and just like, all right, okay. You know, but it was just done in a really cool way, I thought. I So I really enjoyed it. Um... But then, yeah, the the big thing this week that I, I really watched that I loved um, was yeah, I finished Invincible uh, on Amazon Prime. Yes. Um, I, I watched episodes two through eight in basically one sitting because um, <laughs> <laughs> I realized I had time. On, on Tuesday, uh, in between episodes of Lego Masters, to <laughs> to get uh, to get the first season of Invincible done, and holy shit! So it's kind of all blended into one <laughs> for me now because uh, <laughs> of the way I consumed it. Um, but yeah, it was freaking awesome. I I really loved it. Like just uh, just the characters in that show are so good, and and the world that 
Robert Kirkman has devised and the way it's been brought to life um, in this show is just super awesome. Um, and I was, you know, just, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil any of it too much, but cause I don't want well, to probably not going to watch it, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I don't know. I just, I was waiting for like when certain twists would happen and like, when are we going to find out what's really going on? And, you know, they kind of save that kind of twist to the last episode, um, as well as the bulk of the gore of the show is in the final episode. And that was... Jesus, I was just like, come on, let's slow down a minute. Let me just, let me just process what I just watched as I'm watching more people basically be disintegrated and just guts everywhere and all this. My God. I mean, I love it. I love that. But I'm just like, oh, I can't react to this because I'm, I'm still in that. Now I'm watching this. I'm like, fuck's sake. I can't keep up. Um, <laughs> but, but it's good. It's good like that. Like, it's not really like any other show at, at the moment. Um, yeah. And it's a great family story. And I just, yeah. Ah, I had some feels in that last episode, Mike. With yeah. the, you know, the, the, ba- the baseball scene just got thrown in. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus Christ. This is just, yeah, there's a lot. It's a lot. But no, it's really, it's just, yeah, it's just a really awesome show. I love the fact that they got fucking Clancy Brown to basically voice a demon that looks like Clancy Brown. Like, <laughs> like he, de- they drew him like it looks like him. It's crazy. Um, I really liked that character too. Like that was such a random, you know, little, uh, yeah. this, this, this demon detective basically. Oh. Yeah. Like he could have his own show. Like he totally could because he was just <laughs> like this demon who has like, you know, he's been, uh, banished from hell to redeem himself for his... Ah, so Lucifer. It's kind of like Lucifer, <laughs> kind of like Angel sort of thing. Kind of yeah. like Hellboy, of course. Hellboy. He, it's like, yeah, it's kind of like the plot of Angel, except he looks like Hellboy. Okay. Uh, yeah, and he's a demon, not a vampire. But, um... Yeah, yeah, what's really great about this show is it's it's familiar, but it's something different at the same time. Where, mm-hmm. like, the age-old question is, like, if Superman was... If it's the Superman story, but if he was who Omni-Man is. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, like, different th- things to that. And, and um, yeah, it's, it, it is great. Yeah, yeah. And, I, of, cor- and of yeah. course, the um, final, final scene... Uh, well, final scene. Final episode... Um, there was a huge meme that came out of that. Oh, really? Think, Mark, think! (laughs) Which is a bit of a huge spoiler, but it's also, it's also, um... Yeah. Prolific in the internet world. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. That's funny. Um, yeah, I I really like the, the, the style of animation on it too, and, uh... Although, Mike, I will say, before I wrap up, there was one character that I couldn't stop thinking about, another character while I was looking at them, and that was the... I can't remember his name, but the one... The one who was making the the hybrid Frankenstein monsters at the university. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember the guy who, who was doing that? Like, um, the tall guy with the dark hair, and he had the weird voice? Yeah. Well, he looked like Loki. Oh, a little bit. <laughs> like he, he literally, he was tall and he had the same, 
black hair in that like slick back style with like a flick at the end like in a, in Avengers a little bit and I every time I, but it was voiced he was voiced by Ezra Miller so that's a little different but every time I was like it looks like fucking Loki and he's being I, all deceptive and shit yeah um I think I think you see Loki in a lot of stuff I so. do Michael I do <laughs> But he just, that's, I, every time I looked at him, I was just like, he looks like Loki. I can't help myself. Um, but anyway, I also really liked, um, what's his name? The, it starts with the C. The name of the, the guy with the, the old guy with the scars on his face that's the head of the, the organization. Us. Uh, Cyril. Cyril, yes, Cyril, that's it. Yeah, I really yeah. liked him as well. I really like Cyril quite a bit. I thought he was a good character, kind of a, yeah. a a cool take on the um, you know, the director of your, you know, yeah, your kind of shield like organization. I th- I thought he, I I liked him quite a bit, like so. Nick Fury slash M slash yeah slash slash basically yeah yeah, yeah. no I thought he was wicked. old guard yeah yeah so yeah no I loved I loved Invincible it's freaking awesome if you're into superheroes on any level you should check it out um but yeah it is very violent and uh (laughs) and there's language in there but they use swearing when they swear it 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 counts like there's no gratuitous swearing at all um so i like that about it too so yeah i'd probably i'd give it a five out of five yeah wow looking forward to seasons two and three (laughs) well they can go up to seven i reckon Oh, they um, can keep going. They can keep going. But they've been renewed oh, yeah. for two and three, so. See how it goes. See how it goes. And uh, speaking on this, I am actually tempted to actually read the comics. Mm. No, I'm not going to. Apparently there's quite a few issues. There is, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like 140-something. Yeah. I'm thinking of getting the, uh, uh, the, the, the big-ass volumes... There's like three of them, mm. and they're like, and they're like I don't know, probably two hundred pages each. Yeah. So it's it's a huge motherfucker, and I'm think, yeah, I I am thinking of actually just just buying them and just reading them, just that not not that I want to spoil like the rest of it. I I, I think because uh, when Kirkman was on uh, Fat Man Beyond. He he actually said it's like well you do get something out of it if you if you know the story yeah but, you so did say that I I could be I could be the person in this podcast to to do that and then I could say <laughs> well this is, is in, in this and the reason why that happened is because of this and, mm-hmm. and shit like that yeah and I just yeah and I just really 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 enjoyed the story uh, let alone yeah. it being a, a an awesome family drama take and oh his mum fuck when, oh Sandra when, when he, his mum so good yeah when he when oh and it's just, and when he said um it's like I don't see your mother as as, as I, I see your mother as a bit of a pet I thought you motherfucker and <laughs> oh, I know it's like Fuck you and the planet that you came on. Literally, <laughs> that was nuts. That was nuts. I couldn't believe. Like they've been so romantic and so everything, and then he's literally like the biggest fucking sociopath. 
you'll ever meet this Omni Omni Man character, Nol Nolan. He's just because you know you totally believed that they loved each other and they were together for like twenty years, and then you know the truth comes out that he was actually he, you know he was, was sent to Earth for you know maliciousness to do bad things. Wow. And you know he had to wait and find out if his son was actually a, a Vultramite or not and had powers. And yeah. as soon as he, he finds that out, I'm spoiling the end of Invincible. Um, he finds <laughs> that out, uh, and then fucking turns. And then, yeah, he basically says, yeah, she, my wife is like a pet to me. I don't care what happens to her. Wow. And I, it's so fucked. But it's so Cause good. He's over, yeah, because he's over a thousand years old. It's like 20 years is yeah. just a blip to me. Yeah, literally. He's like, not, the, my time here is over, but it meant nothing. Because in, in the grand scheme of his life, it means nothing. Mm. Fuck man, it was so. Th it's the e yeah, it's the ego character from from Guardians. It's like when he's very a much so, mm, very similar yeah. to ego, very similar to ego. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, so similar actually. You know, dad trying to conceive, you know, a son to have the same powers. Blah blah blah, take over the universe. Blah blah blah. Same. It's pretty much it's pretty much Guardians <laughs> too. Yeah. But anyway, but it's so good. So yeah, go watch Invincible if you haven't already. Sorry, yeah, it's good. I spoiled the ending. Um, yeah, it's great. It's fucking awesome. Uh, all right, that should that should do it for all of our mini little reviews. Uh, I think. Hope because, you enjoyed that half an hour. Yes, <laughs> we're, we're good at we're good at doing things the long way, uh, <laughs> which is fine because now we're gonna get into some. Deep and heavy discussion because it is time for <laughs> popcorn culture. <laughs> popcorn <Bow>. culture. <laughs> no, no Seinfeld. <laughs> He's doing something. Brilliant. Brilliant. All right. It so all goes round. It all comes full circle. <laughs> so. Um, fully saw Mortal Kombat. Yay! Which means we can finally have <laughs> finally. our group discussion, uh, reviewing it, talking about it in general, and um, yeah. So you can also I'm, I'm really give excited. everybody else a chance to actually go I see know. it before we end up spoiling it for them. Yes. Well. Well. I mean, Unless that's... if we want to go spoiler free. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy to talk some spoilers. So if people haven't seen Mortal Kombat, go watch it and then let's come back and listen to us. Yeah. Because, yeah, I've got a lot of things to say. Mm -hmm. um, but I would like to hear from Fulia first, considering <laughs> it is most fresh in your head because you only saw it yesterday. I did. Um, and for me and Mike, it's been a couple of weeks. But um, so let's we're going to use you to jog our memory. Okay. Um, but let's yeah, see if I do it well. I'm sure you will. <laughs> I'm sure and I've will. already done a video on it, so I'll, and Mike I'll has. keep mine to a minimum. That's okay. Well, do do what you will, because I still haven't watched your video, because I was like, oh, if we're going to talk about it on the podcast, I'll just listen to it and talk about it on the podcast. But I will watch the video as well, if there are going to be things you won't mention. So, That's all right. Yes. All good. All right. Start off the discussion, Fulia. Let's go. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Um, and... 
I was blown away by just the just the aesthetic of this film. It was awesome. Um, it had all the amazing martial action that I was hoping for. Okay. Um, it had a lot of good funny moments in there too, especially mm-hmm. with our mate Kano. Oh my god, Kano. <laughs> I could, we could just do a Kano podcast because seriously, he was the best thing in the whole in the whole movie. Uh, I don't know. Um, oh, all right. <laughs> Controversial. Um, like there were some amazing gory moments that I had to close my eyes for, <laughs> especially when just- Jax, with his new arms, goes to explode the head of the enemy. Oh. Um, so I'm just like, I could feel it coming. I'm like, nope, covered my eyes. And then afterwards saw the aftermath and he's like, these mother effing arms work. <laughs> <laughs> I have a problem with that scene. Mm, what is it? If you're going to do the battle on the pit, you use the pit. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> You gotta have some gory ending to a life in Mortal Kombat, so yeah. But you got when you're on the pit, you pick them up and you throw them down the pit, and they get impaled by the sticks at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair enough. Well, true, if true. that okay, but for me, if you know the gory, the goriest part that would make me think that you would have shut your eyes was when fucking Kung Lao sliced. Natira. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. I saw it coming as she swooped in and he held her, I suppose. He pushed 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 her her through. through. I was like, because I could see that his hat ended up becoming a circular saw in the (laughs) sand. So I was like, oh, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Eyes covered. (laughs) Because missing the best bit. They did a they did a really good job on the on the the visualization of that, Ugh. like you know yeah it was it was, <laughs> it was great. Um, I I just comment on the fact that I I think that they completely a wasted that character. N- yeah, didn't Natira. even get to find out what she, she was gets, about. She gets introduced. She's literally like Slipknot and Suicide Squad, right? She gets introduced <laughs> as part of the crew. Just to be killed off. Yeah. In the most, you know, and, and in this case, in the most gory way in the entire film. And that Kung Lao got a, you know, a flawless, flawless victory, victory, which was that. I know it's cheesy, but it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting true. for it. <laughs> Very true. Yeah, well, it was. It was a flawless victory. It was. Yeah. Um, I will say I was like... On a high after that film. Oh. But then I w- watched and listened to Mark Bernardin's review. And then I came down a few notches. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <laughs> uh, we love you, Mark. <laughs> wow. I mean, look. I have to agree on some of the points that he did make. The story of this whole... Uh, the whole point of Mortal Kombat is that there's supposed to be a tournament. That yeah. that tournament gets taken away from us. Yeah. 
because the enemy is just like, no, we want to kill everybody so yeah. we can take over the universe. That was my that was my issue with the story as well. The yeah. fact that like by avoiding a tournament, a tournament, <laughs> by Toy-ament. avoiding by avoiding a tournament, they've had a tournament. Yeah, you, you like like what? It made no sense. Yeah. Um. So I was disappointed. Of yeah. that aspect of the story. Yeah, yeah, same. Um, yeah. And I kind of, like, but the thing is, at the same time, like you said, they still had the tournament where they were battling each other out. Um, and yeah, I liked... still lots of fight. I, li- I liked the fight action se- sequences that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the just... It was amazing, sort of, like, really good martial arts. Um, I don't care what Mark says. It was good martial arts. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. Uh, <laughs> funny enough, funny enough, Fulia, you sound a lot like my wife. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be surprised. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just. <laughs> Sorry, it's just, I'm getting flashbacks. It's, <laughs> it's when I was like, "Well, the the editing was a bit choppy." It's like, "Shut up, Michael. <laughs> Let me enjoy it." <laughs> yes, Michael, let me enjoy it. <laughs> um, but overall, I liked the characters. I wasn't so sure about the main character. Yep. His story was a little predictable. Lost. No, it was lost with me. It made like he had Hancho um he had the Hancho blood. So that meant that he had the power, but then, like, aren't you supposed to gain the mark after killing someone that had the mark? No, no, you're, mis- you're misunderstanding. So basically, he he was, he was born, born with it. He was born with the mark because it was passed down to him. Okay. Right? Yeah. Through generations. So he, he was always meant to wear it, whereas okay. someone like Kano killed someone and it absorbed it. Yeah. And they were technically never meant to have it. But oh, they, right. they acquired it. Okay. So there's two ways of getting the Mortal Kombat mark on you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. But still, like, his his story for me, I just didn't really connect with it. I didn't really connect with him as an actor, to be honest. Really? Yeah, uh, I suppose. A lot of the a lot of the acting was pretty terrible. Um, from <laughs> from a bunch of the cast, which you know I hate to say because I'm you know like they all I'm sure are very good people, but I just I don't know I obviously I said Josh Lawson for me as Kano was my favorite and he was fantastic, and I love Macad Brooks who was Jax like I'm a fan of his I you know I've seen him at Supernova before in person and. Like, I watched him on Supergirl. Like, um, you know, he was Jimmy Olsen in Supergirl. Um, But just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just some of the... I don't know if it was the dialogue, but, like, uh, Chin Han, who played uh, Shang Tsung, um, the bad guy, right? Mm. He, He is usually so good in other stuff. Like, wasn't he in the fucking Dark Knight? Yeah, he's in the Dark Knight, right? He's, like... He's that, mm. that, that, like, crime lord who Bruce Wayne has to go to fucking... At the extra dot, yeah. Yeah, that, 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 he's that guy. And he's great in The Dark Knight. 
And here we are, ten year, over 10 years later, and he's in Mortal Kombat, and he's playing the most hammy fucking villain. Like, I'm sorry, I didn't like him at all in it. Like, I was never intimidated no. in anything. And in fact, my probably my least favourite part of the entire film was when <laughs> when fucking, uh, what's the name of the the guy who, like the guy in the steampunk getup? Was that Reiko? Cabal. Oh, Cabal. Yeah. Cabal. Yeah. Yeah. He's, when he's, you know, when, just when, you know, you know, Mr. Soulsucker is going to kill Kung Lao uh, and fucking Ray, uh, sorry, Cabal is fighting, um, what's his name? Liu Kang. Yeah. And talk, saying he's like, oh, he's going to suck his soul out. I'm like, worst exposition ever. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Who wrote, like, don't write your fucking script like that. Like, that is so bad. It was so bad. I'm like, don't hand feed us shit. Like, it was just bad in that in that sense. Like, I hated that moment. Like, it was I'm like, I yeah. I can't believe you know, I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I can't believe I'm gonna defend this fucking movie. But Kendall, it's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> but you can do it better, right? Can't you it's... do it better? Or am I am I just really overreacting? A little bit. A little bit. I don't know. I just, I don't understand how we can be in 2021 and we have a movie that, you know, that, like, look, I enjoyed this movie. I mean, it doesn't sound like I did, but I did. Like, I liked it. I had fun. I switched my brain off for an hour and a half, two hours and had a good time. Yeah. But there's just, I'm, the writer in me is just like, but how can you not find a different way? Like, why did that line of dialogue need to be there? Like, I mean... There's got to be a better way to kind of explain what his deal is without just spelling it fucking out like that. Like it was just too, it was just too heavy-handed for me. A lot of the a lot of the dialogue in this movie was shit. I really didn't mm. like the dialogue. It was bad dialogue, and some of the acting, like I said, was bad. But then some of the acting was really, really good. Um, yeah. So I'm just, you know, I'm very enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Very passionate. I guess. But it was cool to see um, uh, Tadanumbu Asano as Raiden because that's freaking Hogan from the Thor movies. Like, he's <laughs> he's one of the... He's, he was the member of the Warriors 3 that lasted the longest against Hela, the, yeah. one, the one who stood up to her in Thor Ragnarok. Um, and I really like Raiden. And it's kind of funny that, you know, he's he was in a Thor movie because Raiden basically seems like Thor in a way. Like he just he has the power of the the thunder and the lightning and uh, and you know all of that stuff. But um, like the visual effects were really really good. I liked you know yeah. they were great and you know, it was really cool to see a, a big film like this made in Australia and you know most of the cast is Australian. So there's a lot of there's a lot of pros um, to this as well. And I just. Every time Kano opened his mouth, I was <laughs> losing my shit. Like, it was so funny. My favourite part... My favourite part of the movie was probably... Uh, uh, during the, the fight scene... Like, the well, sorry, the training scenes early on. Where there was this one where... Um, I, can't bl- I can't remember if it was, if it was Liu Kang or, or Kung Lao who was doing the, the training bit with Kano. But there was this... Like, he was... He was going. He was like sweeping the leg, 
and yeah. Kano kept jumping. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there was that one time where he's like, oh, all right, I, I'm on tier. I'm going to jump. And then he's realized, oh, shit, I shouldn't have jumped. And he goes, oh, fuck. And then, <laughs> then he lands and then he gets taken out. And I fucking, I was in hysterics. Like, but basically every time he said something, called one of them a nickname, fucking like Gandalf or like, yeah, I want my fucking, you know, pork bun or whatever. Spring was roll. After. Spring roll. Yeah. Like just, yeah. Egg roll. Egg roll. Egg or when, when like Luke Kang fucking put his hand on him and said, you fucking what, mate? Like basically it was like, fucking what, what the hell are you doing? Why are you touching me? Like he was just, he was just cinematic gold and I... I would watch that movie again just to see. The thing is, though, Kano. his 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 transition from being the, we'll say in quotation marks, good guy, over to being the bad guy was seen from a mile. Oh away. yeah, predictable. That was yeah. so predictable, and yeah. for Cabal to be like, oh, I know the guy, I know one of the guys that are supposed to be training. I can easily transition him over. It was like. Of course you're going to, because he doesn't give a shit. Well, I was just like, how does Cabal even know that Kano was training? I mean, maybe he knew he had the mark, I guess. So, I don't know. I, he just assumed. I'm not sure. They must have crossed paths at some point before they... They had. Yeah. Because he was like, this is the reason why I'm in this fucking you know, yeah, yeah. suit sort of thing. Michael, you haven't said too mm. much yet, and I'm really keen to hear <laughs> what you think um, about this movie. So, Yeah. <laughs> Did you did you did you like it or are you kind of I don't know are you somewhere in the middle of me and Fulia on this like not as harsh as me but you know in, still enjoyed it a lot um yeah I'm sort of yeah I'm sort of roughly in the middle of it I can see all the problems with it like uh like the the technical stuff like uh, I think I think the exposition from uh, Tonya. Uh, was really really fucking fast. <laughs> it's like yeah. you got to keep up, <laughs> and um, yeah, and yeah, the acting acting can be uh, mostly be desired. I don't know, <laughs> but but as I said, it's a it's a fucking <laughs> uh, computer game. Uh, but why adapted. can't? But I'm just like, why can't computer game movies? Why can't video game movies be good? Because like, they're a different not? medium. Yeah, but I it's don't the same, understand. Same reason. I don't understand. They they could easily be good. They really could. It's yeah. not I, I'm sure it's not that hard for them to actually. I don't know. Anyway, I, I think, think I'm. I, I think, think I'm it's... arguing against a wall here. But yeah. Anyway. No, I think I think it's because uh, with games, there's there's probably too much law uh, to to their game, and trying to cram that into a to a, a I don't know. Was it uh, hour and a half, 120 roughly. minutes? Yeah. yeah. So something like that is really difficult, and apparently they they're um it's a it's a three movie deal that they're doing. So yeah, this, yeah, there's going to be more. So this is going to be like a prequel to the actual tournament. So yeah, that probably explains it because yeah, I was the same as like well, it's supposed to be multi, it's supposed to be mortal. Mortal Kombat, where's the fucking <laughs> tournament? It's like, what the... Oh, we're supposed to earn it. Okay, fuck you, movie. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at, le- at least the 95 one got got into it. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm just sitting in the middle, re- really. Uh, I, I like Kano. I, I think... I think 
you know, it's Josh Lawson doing his Josh Lawsonness, and we haven't really seen that since. Since uh, thank God you're here. Yeah. Wow, that's a flashback. That is a flashback. <laughs> since when was he I, in that? I don't remember him in. in thank thank God, God you're here. here. Yeah, he was like a regular. Was he? Yes. Wow. It must like my memory is just not great. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like yeah. way before he went to Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, uh, oh my god, he was on the Wayne Manifesto. Huh. That's a that's an even bigger throwback. No one outside of Australia will have any idea what I'm talking about. Oh, he was in All Saints. Of course. <laughs> oh, he's in one episode of All Saints. Oh, yeah. he must have been. Uh... A patient. Oh, wait. Thank God You're Here is going to be listed as self, not actor, because it's... Uh, yeah, because be, you're playing yourself. He'd be playing himself. Have you been... He's on five episodes of Have You Been Paying Attention? So that's cool. He's, yeah, he he's, done, the, he's done a few things with... Um, talking about your generation. With, what's his name? Um, Ed Cavalier. Mm. Oh, that's cool. Thank God you yeah, he did nine episodes of Thank God You're Here back in the day. He's he was on four episodes of Good News Week. Yeah. Very cool. Um yeah. No, I I I've mm. been a fan of yeah, I've been a fan of Josh Lawson, both the Lawsons <laughs> for a while. Like they're very talented individuals. Very good good Aussie Aussie guys and it's good to see them make yeah. good. Um and it's good to it's good to hear it, you know. And not entirely over the top Australian accent because whilst it is kind of cliche, it's like it's not a full. It's like a genuine Aussie. It's not someone trying to put on an Aussie yeah. accent. Like it's yeah. him amping it up a little bit, but not doing it too over the top. I yeah, know. I was actually remembering what I said when we were to- talking about the trailer. It's like, I really hope he does like. A bastardization of, <laughs> of an Australian accent. Yeah. And I thought, ah, oh, it would fit this movie to a T if they did that. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know. Fair enough. It's like, wow, this is supposed to look like America, but it's it's not. It's it's South Australia. Yeah. It's all South especially, Australia. Especially all those uh, desert plains. Mm. Yeah. I want to know and where... Sweet. In South Australia, that it would have been like northern. Must have been parts the northern of the part state. of it. Yeah, because yeah. some of those, yeah, de- desert, desert kind of like you know landscapes and and whatnot were were pretty cool. Mm, mm. Um, I loved I loved the fact that he was the first one to tune into his what was the Arcana. word Akana, and yeah. he was like, I got it before any of you fuckers. That scene was great though. <laughs> I know it was so intense. It too. was so intense. Like, I just loved how angry, like, it's like they baited him, hook, line, and fucking sinker. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah. it was great. It was great. That was good shit. Mm. Um, yeah, all, all you need is just uh, ang- angry and Aussie and, and <laughs> Call him be names. a little bit racist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Typical Australian being fucking racist. <laughs> yeah. In a different country, it's like, hey, I'm not racist, I'm, I'm Australian. Same thing. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> oh, no. Um, who okay. would have thought? Who would have thought when they're bitching about the Aussie larrikin being dead, and it's like all you have to do is wait for 
for Mortal Kombat to come out as like, yes, this is the atypical Aussie larrikin. <laughs> a racist piece of shit that turns on a dime to, to stab you in the back. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, before we wrap not up... Not to be political, of course. No, not to be political. <laughs> before we wrap up, um, because you guys, uh, you've both played the, the games, yes. right? Yes. Poorly, but yes. Yes, because <laughs> uh, I never, I haven't ever played the game. Um, in terms of the video game characters' adaptations themselves, like, do you think they nailed it on the head, or did they miss some, you know, miss a few marks? Um, I think, I think probably the, um, I think probably the big take is uh, being the the action. Uh, I think that's probably a plus because they actually they actually um, did that probably did it more justice than the than anything else in the movie, of course. But but I think um, yeah, if you're doing a martial arts movie, you need martial arts. You can't really half-ass that shit. And yeah, and when Kano's get <laughs> getting um, swiped by the leg, that's that's that's. It's like if you got a shit little brother that only knows that move. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. And he's constantly doing that. It's like, come on, fight me, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> like, I sort of chuckled as that. It's like, yeah, that's <laughs> that's some... I, I reckon people probably get a kick out of that. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> I, I kind of I felt like I'm that, that person that would use that same move a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I found that Fucking camper. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I found I found that um, the film itself kind of takes on the story mode of the of the game. Yeah, that's and what I'm hearing. From I Mortal I kind of feel like that's where Mortal Kombat 11 story mode is gonna is going. I haven't played the story mode of it yet, um, but I have played a little bit of just the the free play, um, the free fighting section. And from what I've seen other streamers play Mortal Kombat 11, they played, a, I saw a little bit of the story mode. Um, it kind, it's kind of similar to that from what I, from what I remember. Okay. And, uh, like, and in that sense, I, I wasn't surprised when I watched the film. Okay. Um, which isn't that bad thing, but that, you know, that's, that's still... So, like, do you just mean in terms of, like, the story itself or, or like, um, like the characters? Like, do you think the characters were, were justly interpreted? I haven't played... I think so. I haven't played all of the characters, but I feel like they kind of have worked on the characters well in the film itself. That's good. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah, mm. I, think that, I think they have the sort of feel to them. Mm. And uh, with Kano being Australian sort of... Uh, I think the story is he wasn't he, he wasn't supposed to be Australian because they didn't really have like voice voiceovers in the film uh, in the in the in the games. I think they sort of turn turn Kano Australian because of the '95 movie that the oh. guy who was actually playing him wasn't Australian, but he he for some reason he was doing an Australian accent or yeah. something akin to an Australian accent, right? Like basically, yeah. Cockney. Yeah. So, so I think think they just add on to that because uh, I'm assuming uh, people in the 
Mortal Kombat community, they they really enjoyed the uh, the the movie, so they sort of add, add on to that. There's this sort of own headcanon lore into that, so mm. they, so they just decided to say, "Hey, Kano's Australian." There you go. Yeah, and and everyone else is either American or Japanese or Chinese. Yeah, and, and dot dot dot. So mm. I'm happy. Mm. Cool. And was yeah. the like? I mean, two things before we wrap up. Um, was the fact that. Cole's character, the fact that he was an original character to this movie, did that kind of annoy you guys at all? Or were you kind of okay that they took some liberties with the Hanzo lore and stuff? It kind of threw me off a bit. Yeah. Um, because the the character himself is a UFC fighter who then, because he's got the Hanzo, the Hanzo blood, ends up becoming a Mortal Kombat yeah. Fighter? Yeah. Um, I wasn't... I was not appealed by his new aesthetic, his little armor thing. It didn't look that great, to be honest. It wasn't really yeah, that that's fair. amazing. Kind of looked like he had a skin condition. Kind of. Um, <laughs> a little bit. But the, um, the weapon that he was yielding, that was actually pretty cool. I didn't mind that. Like the like the the, the yeah sticks so with, under with his the forearms. with the blades on the ends yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And um, I did I did kind of actually on just on that I did kind of like the fact that they took a note out of Black Panther's book and had the that armor be like this kinetic energy absorber thing that he could then, expel out yeah very similar to mm. Black Panther's suit yeah yeah, yeah. um maybe too familiar maybe too <laughs> similar maybe familiar um I I will say I out of the whole film though. I liked the start of it where the lore began, where it was Bihan and Hansho trying to fight it out, and Bihan just like, I want to make sure that I get rid of all of the Hansho blood. Yeah. Forgetting the fact that there was still a child mm. that was hidden. Um, and then at the end with the epic fight between Scorpion and Sub Zero. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, the rest of it in the middle just did not work out as well as I thought it was going to. Mm. But I just, I forgot about all of that and just watched it as it was. And it just, yeah. in that term, in that sense, it was enjoyable. Yeah. 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 Cool. Anything you want to add to that, Mike? It was a very good Phantom Menace. <laughs> now, I'm just, now I'm just waiting for the Clown War. <laughs> the Clown War. Attack of the Clowns. <laughs> No, clone. Clone. He said clone. I thought you said clown. No, he said clone. I, I said clone. <laughs> Fuck, I'm tired. I said clone, then. you clown. If you said if you said clone then, and I heard clown, <laughs> I need to go home. Yeah. Um, Jesus Christ. No, I said Yanni. <laughs> Laurel. <laughs> Yanni. Anyway. <laughs> um... Yeah, alright, well, yeah. I mean, I for someone who hasn't played the games, I, yeah. I enjoyed this movie for what it was, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to have happy to have seen it, you know. It's a bit of dumb fun, you know. I didn't love, love it, mm. and I did pick a lot of problems with it. There are problems that I have with it that I'm not going to mention, because it's kind of just reiterations of things I've already said anyway, so. But, but no, it's fun. Like, the, 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 the fighting scenes were great. Mm. Like, the visual effects are great. I... My like I think probably my favorite visual effect was 
the first time we see Sub-Zero, like, in the modern time, like, he attack he attacks when they're at the, the ice cream place. Yeah. And he, like, raises up the ice and then launches it. And it's like this, you know, massive ice storm attack sort of thing. And it's so loud and encompassing and just dangerous and... Yeah, I really loved that effect and the way yeah. he made it all. The way it rose up around him was really cool. Yeah, it was like it. It does emphasize the fact that he is a powerful fighter. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do kind of yeah. They do they do a good job, I think, maybe of setting up Sub Zero as the big bad that he is. Um, makes you which wa- is, makes you wonder how he he's going to be defeated at the end. I yeah, suppose. which 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 kind of defeats the purpose of them of him having someone else. As the leader, if he's the one that is the most powerful fighter, then who's the other guy <laughs> that he's working for? Well, I mean, he... well, or with, not for. Yeah, in his words. I yeah, I don't. Well, I don't know enough about the law to answer that question. Yeah. So, I need to look into it. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out between now and Mortal Kombat Two. Yes. <laughs> because I'm sure Sub Zero will be returning. In some yes. form. Because death is but a portal. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is... Or just insert remember. another 20 cents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever the yeah. arcade. Death is but a door. Is. Time is but a window. I'll be back. Yes. There it is. Ah. Yes. <laughs> I just got it. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I was trying to... I'm like, it's I a- remember that quote. Yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters. His, that's what his head said. <laughs> yeah, yes. Str- right before his, his head, head died. died. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters too. <laughs> yeah. Here's <laughs> Vigo. All right. I think that's we're yeah. talking about other movies. You are but flies, but now yeah. you just got me on. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. that was our Mortal Kombat discussion. That's our Mortal Kombat discussion. Yeah. 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 If you want to know more thoughts from any of us, mostly Mike, you can go watch his video on YouTube right now, uh, where he reviews Mortal Kombat with his lovely wife Sammy. So I can't wait to watch that now. <laughs> um, that's gonna be cool. Uh, all right, popcorn culture is done. Yep, done for another week. Um, so I'm going to throw to Fulia. Because she has something she wants to mention. Yes. So we are going to be doing a little bit of our Fred plugs right now. And coming up next week, it's Eurovision week. I know. Oh, my goodness. I'm excited. I'm so excited. Uh, So uh, what I did back in 2019 was Wayne and I uh, came together and did a little podcast reaction sort of discussion about the grand final of the 2019 Eurovision Song Contest. This year, uh, because they are back on, because unfortunately last year they had to cancel um, due to the whole pandemic situation. So this year, uh, myself and Wayne will be joined by Kendall. Yes! We have a newbie Eurovision. Yes! Uh, Contest watcher, yes, joining us this time. I know, this and I can't wait to see your reaction. Me too, <laughs> because this is this is gonna be the first time 
I'm really watching it fresh with you guys yes. because you this will be your first time watching it at the same time that I'm watching it for the first time. Yes. So yeah, try and break that down. Make sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, because yeah, no, fully got me into Eurovision in 2019 um, after a day of filming or podcasting. It yeah. was. And, uh, and I, cause I was just really interested, you know, and some of the music sounded pretty cool and, uh, and all of that. And then I just watched it and we love, we, yeah, I really liked it. And then, yeah, when, when it was, we were going to do this last year and then, yeah, obviously it didn't happen. And now it's, yep. now it's going to happen. Yes. And we're going to do a podcast about the finale. So, yes. Yeah. So please, um, make sure you are over on our uh, podcast socials, so SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts, uh, and uh, you can listen to the 2019 episode, which is the first episode of the actual Eurovision Reaction podcast. Yep. Um, so please go check it out, uh, and keep an eye out for the next one, which will be out uh, the week after the uh, contest yes. is done, the yes. actual grand final. Um, yeah, so that'll be good. So, yeah. Exciting stuff. Yes. Cool. All right. <laughs> well, I think that might be a wrap. Yep. On the show for Whoop. this week. Ready? <laughs> and that's that was, was a podcast, podcast called, called Fred. Called Fred. <laughs> Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. Yeah. I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Cantarmaja. I, Figo, the scourge of Carpathia, the sorrow of Moldovia, commands you. Hi, yes, Michael Lister. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you've just experienced, you just experienced a, podcast a podcast called Fred. Called Fred. <laughs> Thanks Move. for listening, everyone. Yay! Remember to eat beef. Thank you. Remember to eat beef. Freddy lives. <laughs> Maybe. Yes. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll <laughs> see you later. Yes. <laughs>